I'd like to welcome you to our very first podcast. Uh, my name is Matthew Anderson. I'm an extension agent in Sevier County, Tennessee. Uh, my focus is consumer and, con- and commercial horticulture. And so the purpose of this podcast would be to address issues in East Tennessee, um, specific to uh, Sevier County, so Sevierville, Gatlinburg, Seymour, Pigeon Forge areas. And so I'll be discussing different topics uh, each, uh, each episode, and we'll be um, answering questions as well. Uh, you're more than welcome to email me questions. Um, I'll try to address those. Uh, email address is mande125 at utk.edu. And that's mande125 at utk.edu. Um, I do work for uh, Tennessee State University. Um, there's a collaboration between the University of Tennessee and Tennessee State University. Uh, the two land-grant universities in Tennessee. And so we collaborate on um, extension efforts. Um, at this point, um, the University of Tennessee has extension agents in all of the counties in Tennessee. Um, and then Tennessee State University um, is in the process of moving in that direction as well. Uh, they are almost there, making progress. And so that being said is that uh, yesterday, uh, we concluded um, a class on fall gardening and some of the issues, some of the considerations we need to take into consideration for those um, to get started. Um, some of the things we discussed was, uh, you know, plants and seeds, um, even though that cool season crops um you know, they prefer the cool weather is that they still need um, they still need warmth they still need uh, sunlight still need water and they still need um, the normal stuff that plants need to survive fertilization nutrients and so it's, it's very crucial to remember that um, just because our normal growing season has changed doesn't mean that um, if we're going to be growing in the fall, it doesn't mean that certain tasks are still not required. So one of the distinguishing factors on between warm season and cool season um, is the optimum temperature that it thrives in. And so uh, for cool season, we're looking at 60 to 65 degrees is the optimal temperature. Now different uh, seeds... Um, have different rec- have different minimums and maximums for seed germination. Uh, typically, we're dealing primarily on minimums issues um, for seed germination. And once we get once a seed is established, once the plant is established, um, those soil conditions or um, temperatures are less important. We can kind of get away with. Um, lesser temperatures in the soils once it's germinated. Um, there are still minimums. So one of the issues we face with growing cool season crops is 
Um, you have the warm summer that's burling through um, August, and we're still getting pretty hot weather, getting in the 80s and 90s um, pretty frequently. Um, and so these cool season crops may not do very great in those high temperatures, um, but then we're also running up against our first frost date. So here in East Tennessee, we typically see that first frost come around about middle of October. Um, obviously, it changes from year to year, but the average frost date. And so that's something we have to take into consideration is when we're when you buy, um, especially when you're starting from seed, is know how long is it going to take for this plant to hit maturity before that first frost. Um, there is plants that are more tolerant to frost than others. Um, you know, your your leafy greens are tending to um, be more tolerant than maybe your beets and your carrots. Um, you know, if you if you think about it, you know, leafy greens you have quite a bit of structure that's there. Um, tissue structure is pretty uh, well established for. You have carrots, and even though the, the carrot itself is in the ground, is that the top of that carrot, uh, if you ever notice, is that the stem and the, the leaves are very small in comparison. And so they tend not to um, be able to tolerate that cool. So that coolness, if it freezes, the top of the plant is that it can it'll, it'll kill the plant. And so that's something to take in consideration. Um, one neat thing about growing in the fall is we do have um, opportunity to produce some a little bit more sweeter um, vegetables um, for the fact that uh, the plant is transitioning into changing those carbohydrates into sugars, kind of preparing for, for winter. Um, and so sugars can act almost like an antifreeze in the plant. It kind of gives it a little bit more tolerance to freezing. And so that being said is your your fruit's gonna be sweeter. You know, your, what, you're, what you're growing, your lettuce and all that is gonna be, um, people find it to be sweeter. And so that's just some considerations. Um, there's also um, other methods um, to extend our season with a greenhouse, uh, with uh, row covers and uh, with high tunnels and all these are can be really great options as far as extending that uh, season um, obviously that comes at a cost um, but that being said too is that you could um, places like Wisconsin will grow in a greenhouse uh, during the winter without even using supplemental heating and so there is a lot of options out there um, if you're willing to put the resources into it. So this will conclude um, the podcast for today. Uh, we do have a class on growing in a greenhouse coming up um, October 5th, Wednesday, October 5th. Uh, that we'll be discussing specifically greenhouses and growing near the winter. Um, also, too, we will cover high tunnels. Um, 
and just dis, you know discuss the different options, discuss uh, some grant options for some of these, um, and discuss um, just some considerations, considerations. And so just keep that in mind. Uh, we'll be it's fifteen dollars a person for that. You can go to our website severe.tennessee.edu. And all of our programs are listed there. And uh, we will be um, having other classes starting in the, the, the winter in January. And so just keep your eye out for that. A lot of, stuff ha a lot of exciting stuff happening um, here in Extension. And so, um, again, if you have any questions or any topics you'd like to hear, um, again, you can email me. My contact information is, is also um, on the website, severe.tennessee.edu.